Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, this is Rob Thrasher with the Cyber Village Spotlight. What we do here is we shine our light on success and we try to analyze success and successful people, successful businesses and business plans and how they got to where they are, starting from their early childhood up to the present. We have a guest host with us today, Sal. Thanks for coming, Sal. I appreciate it. And the person who we're going to be talking to and interviewing, actually I found on a chance meeting on Google, I don't recall exactly what I was searching for, but I did find a very interesting serial entrepreneur and his company, JustAnswer.com. Andy Kurtzig is with us today. So guys, why don't you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you. Sure. My name is uh, Sal Valente, and I'm with uh, Capital Financial Planning Vice President. Andy is kind of how I'd like to describe as a serial entrepreneur. He's been in many different ventures. Andy is really a perfect, stereotypical, successful entrepreneur. He's a great case study in entrepreneurship and business and raising money and all these things. So, Andy, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Sounds good. So this is Andy Kurtzik, CEO of JustAnswer.com, and uh, I can give you a little bit of history of the company, if you like, and how I started it. Yeah, that's a start, and then we'll go into the kind of the format, what I have this past, present, and uh, a future. We'll talk a little about your past and um, kind of you growing up and what kind of things led you to the point where you're at right now with Just Answer. So, yeah, go ahead and give us that little bit of scoop there. Sounds good. So I started JustAnswer.com six years ago when my wife was pregnant with our first daughter. I've got two daughters and a son on the way now. But my wife had lots of medical questions when she had her was pregnant with her, our first daughter, and she'd call her doctor, and a doctor would tell her to make a list of all her questions and bring them in for their appointment in a month. And so we got frustrated, and we jumped on the Internet and tried to do Internet searches, and up came all kinds of crazy diseases that scared the heck out of us. So I decided right then and there that I was going to program a site where Sarah could get online 24-7 and talk to a real doctor anytime she needed to. It's probably the best example you're going to find of necessity being the mother of invention right there. Out of, out of the need for yourself to, to do something, you basically invented a company. That's pretty cool. It seems like a lot of times in these case studies that I'm working on or when I'm analyzing these things, I find a very strong background of entrepreneurship and business type things. And I don't know, I think part of the aspect is that People have seen, you know, mom and dad go through the ups and downs. They learn the pros and cons. And I think they also see that the the freedom that mom and dad maybe have that they don't see in people when it's a sort of a regular 9 to 5 environment. Does that apply to you as well, Andy? Yeah, I've got both of my parents are entrepreneurs. My my dad uh, worked at Hewlett Packard for a long time, and then he started a touchscreen company, kind of like the screens you see uh, at uh, on, on more and more computers these days or even on your iPhone oh, wow. where you can touch it and you can move things around and uh, sure. instead of using a mouse or a keyboard. Uh, so he was uh, way early in, in that market and uh, sold his company to a can- company up in Canada. And my mom actually was also an entrepreneur. She started a company called ASK Software, which is the predecessor to SAP and, and, and uh, many of the other uh, big software companies today that are in the manufacturing management software industry, and and that was a company that she grew from nothing when I was right around when I was born in 1972, uh, all the way up to a public company with uh, hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue. Wow. And I was uh, sitting there at uh, the kitchen table hearing all the stories all the way up. <laughs> we maybe used some of those first touch screens in the Navy. We had a a testing system that was computer based, and the touch screens were were some of the very first ones, I believe, that, that we were using back in the 80s. Um, so it might have been something similar to that technology. Now, did your dad invent that technology, or did he just get into it and sell it? Um, he, he invented different ways of, of 
is doing that technology. Um, I'm oh, not okay. sure. Yeah, I mean, he invented parts of it, and this is about 20, 25, 30 years ago now. Uh, so those patents are, that he had are, are long gone by now. So, so tell us about the company that was your first successful venture in. Did you have any companies that didn't work out so well? Usually people in their background have something that didn't go well, but you might be the uh, exception to that rule. Yeah, so I'm, uh, this is my third company. I've had lots of little things as, I was, as a kid growing up, like I started a, a bike jump company and, and uh, tried to patent a different idea. But, but while I was a student at Cal, where I went to college, started a company called Answer, which was software for the newspaper industry, and had big ideas and big visions for that, and, and frankly didn't uh, realize all those visions, but we ended up with a, with a happy outcome. One of our customers bought the company, and I started my second company, which is called eBenefits, which was a high-flying dot-com in the dot-com days, and that was had lots of huge expectations and venture capital and some big partners like ADP and Marsh McLennan, and it got uh, it was part of the dot-com bust, but I, I was able to clean that business up and recover it, and we ended up uh, getting acquired by a competitor on the East Coast. And that's when I started Just Answer, to really make a difference in the world uh, by helping people. Legal questions, medical questions, veterinary questions, automotive questions, we do over 100 different categories, really helping people that uh, either don't have easy access to a doctor or a lawyer or a mechanic or veterinarian or, or accountant, etc., or need hmm. help with their computer. Now, um... One of the things I enjoy most about talking to entrepreneurs and people who are successful is that a lot of times, more times than not, they started with virtually nothing, a shoestring budget, if any budget at all, sometimes zero budget marketing. Things like using a door over two sawhorses for their desk or just funny things like that. you have anything like that to share with us, Andy? Did you, did you do any of this out of your I know, I think Amy said you did some of this stuff out of your home. All three of these businesses all started out of my home. Oh, wow. And just answer what I was doing out of my home for the first two and a half years. It's now been six years, and, and we did finally get an office after two and a half. But it was just me toiling away at my uh, my computer. Uh, I was, I'm a programmer, and uh, I did the marketing. I did everything. Uh, we didn't hire a first employee until two and a half years of working 100-hour weeks. A common thing is the person who can write the code and take out the garbage. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's hard when people go from sort of like the home environment you get the company, you got to grow the company, you got now you have to hire, you have to have people to manage the, the company. Did you ever experience any growth pains in, in any of these companies as you moved through the different levels? Absolutely. I think if, as, if you hit some of these milestones, like going from home to actually having an office and, and having employees, it's a different kind of a company. You can't do everything yourself, and being a manager is very different than just doing it all on your own, and so that's an important uh, step and then as you grow, I mean, having one employee is different than having two, and having two is different than five, and five different than ten, and, and you need different skills. And, and there's absolutely learning curves and challenges along the way. And when you hire somebody that doesn't work out, or or uh, there's there's lots of lots of challenges with with people and different personalities, and, and trying to make sure that you you create a culture of people that that really believe in the business and and want to see it succeed. Do you tend to draw from the same pool? Do you kind of move through different companies with the same pool of people that you have that you trust, or how do you work that? Yeah, I, I try to find the best ones out of my last companies, absolutely. Sure. Um, and we've done that here. <laughs> kind of cherry pick them from, from company to company. <laughs> exactly. There are some rock stars at, at eBenefits, and, and they now work at Just Answer, and, and uh, I'm really proud of, proud of the people that work here and 
especially the people that wanted to work with me again here at Event at Just Answer. Now you mentioned um, you mentioned you grew up in Silicon Valley, so that's obviously that has to have some kind of influence in the entrepreneurial parents. Um, you mentioned something about <laughs> your dinnertime conversations were always about business or technology. Did, did that have, did even that kind of have an impact on you, like how you kind of turned out wanting to be an entrepreneur? And how early how early did you know you were an entrepreneur? And what were your, some of your first was it a pitch that you turned into a distribution thing or tell me more about that? Absolutely. Uh, you know, when I was young teenager, 13, 14, I started a company with my dad that made bike jumps, a company called the Super Ramp, and we were researching getting it manufactured in China and test marketing it with other kids in the neighborhood. And, and that was one of my memories, probably the oldest memory. I went to a party with my parents and it was a lunchtime party and they had all these helium balloons there and the party was over and they're getting ready to throw away all the helium balloons and I said I wanted them so I can go to the park and sell them all. So uh, I asked if it was okay to take the helium balloons and I did and I sold them all for, you know, probably back then a dime each or something. And, uh, Your first venture, helium balloons. <laughs> you got it, exactly. It was a lot yeah, of fun. Good. So let's talk a little bit about JustAnswer.com. I, I believe I found you guys doing some, I was doing a Google search, one of my hundreds of Google searches I do every day. And I believe I was looking for something about becoming an expert in the field of, of something. I don't recall exactly. My Google searches are usually pretty extensive with the pluses and minuses and quotes and all that sort of stuff, not like a normal person would search Google. So when I did find Just Answer, I kind of suspected, Andy, that you were a coder because a lot of times it's the coders who can build the thing and kind of get their hands dirty building it, who tend to have a lot of success with this sort of thing. Tell me about a little bit about the first widgets that you've ever coded, the first ones that you kind of made money on, and how many did you build that you never sold or didn't really make a business out of? Sure. This is a, a, probably a, a topical and funny story, actually. When I was first coding, I programmed in BASIC. This is on an old Apple IIe, I believe it was, or 2C, something like that, back in the early 80s. And we had a big party at our house, and, and all my parents' friends were over there, and she was in high tech, and so she had a lot of other high tech CEOs there. And I was in the back room programming away on, in basic on my, my Apple computer. And around the corner comes a guy and interested in what I'm doing, and he starts showing me, uh, I start showing my program, and, and it's Steve Jobs. And no. So he, He's giving me pointers about how to improve my basic, and then, of course, he told me I should be writing in Pascal instead of basic, uh, and we had a, a fun wow. conversation. That is interesting. Pascal, you should be writing Pascal <laughs> from Steve Jobs. Yeah. That was <laughs> wow, that, that is a really cool story. <laughs> yeah, he's a great guy. You also mentioned a little bit about um, some of the other role models and mentors that you've had in the past. Can you talk a little more about them? and? how you drew from them. I mean, clearly Steve Jobs is a great one. Yeah, I mean, that, this is one of the things that I've really grown to appreciate over the years of, of being an entrepreneur is talking to other entrepreneurs, other successful entrepreneurs. And I try to do it at least every, every, every couple months. Go out, have lunch, have dinner, do something with another entrepreneur and, and tell them how my business is doing and, and get their opinions. What would they do if they were me? And this is, you know, in my case, it's a lot of high-tech entrepreneurs, but it, it could be anybody from the, somebody that manages a hardware store to, to CEO of, of Apple, right? These people all have interesting things to share, whether it's about management or about growth or about programming or about technology. It's, that's been really helpful for me. Sure, and in this day and age, it would be a lot of high-tech companies just because of the ratios and whatnot. But, I mean, you make a good point, whether it's somebody who 
founded and created a hardware store somewhere or a real estate company, whatever it is, these people all seem to have a lot of uh, talents in common, a lot of background in common. Now, one of the companies that you founded, you also raised a significant amount of investment capital for. Can you tell me more about that? Sure. With eBenefits, uh, I raised uh, $8 million from Draper Fisher, Jervitson, NEA, and W.R. Hambrecht. And uh, we had a representative from each of them on our board. And, and it was a very interesting and enlightening experience. Raising money from investors has a lot of pros and a lot of cons, too, and I got to see both. We don't have investors in JustAnswer.com. Is that kind? Is that kind of because of the logical progression where you said, <laughs> but, but at some point you get to it. So you're kind of independent, and you get to that point where you you see your own business growing, and you don't really need the investors. So you're keeping all your own stock, is what it comes down to. Does that sound about right? Yeah, and in, in the case of JustAnswer, I put in money on my own at the beginning to get it going, and I was able to bootstrap it and keep the cost low enough and, and get the revenues up and, and make enough of a positive impact on our customers to be in a fortunate position of not needing money. We've been profitable for the last two years. And, and nice. you know, I, I understand the pros and cons of having investors. And in this case, I think it's better for, for just the employees and I to, to be the owners of Just Answer. Right. Yeah, that's a great plan when the, when the people who run the place and answer the phones can participate in ownership. That's always a really nice situation. Is that you do have that? You have a lot of um, employee owners? Yep. Every single person that, that uh, works for Just Answer is, as an employee, has stock in the company. Yeah, that's wow. Great. Fantastic. That is awesome. So you want to jump in? I don't mean to hog the mic. No, that's okay. I, I actually do have one question uh, kind, of, kind of relating to uh, the past, so to speak. Andy, can you can you talk a little bit about, you know, you said both of your parents were entrepreneurs, uh, as were mine, and, and I remember, you know, growing up even as a little boy, being at the dinner table and the breakfast table and just, you know, hearing some of the, the struggles that they went through and, uh, you know, it really gave me a great picture of, of what it was to, to really chase big things and how to achieve big things. It's, uh, it's definitely a game of delayed gratification. I mean, uh, can you talk about maybe some of the struggles you heard at the table and, and some of the, the things like that that maybe made you even want to go forward even more? Absolutely. I mean, it was it was very fun to, to be growing up in that time, and especially in Silicon Valley with my parents both as CEO of, of software companies. It was fun to see all the excitement. But as you say, Sal, there's a lot of uh, trials and tribulations along the way, and I got to see the, the, the great days, and I got to see the tough days, and all in all, it was a very satisfying and great experience for both my parents, and that really wanted, made me want to become an entrepreneur and, and start Just Answer. You want to talk, let's talk a little bit more specifically about Just Answer because I noticed that it looks like leveraging pretty much every type of technology, and it looks like you have the ability for people to earn commissions, so you're looking at like potential affiliates, and, and they can add question boxes to websites, so you got that widget concept going. So tell me more about that. It's a pretty cool sound and it's a pretty cool sound and concept in the website. Absolutely. So that, I think there's three different people that I think should be especially interested in hearing about this. There's the customer who's mm -hmm. got some problem that that they don't know how to solve, or they or it's too expensive to hire a lawyer or a doctor or a mechanic or a veterinarian. They can just go to justanswer.com, type in their question, and talk to a real doctor, a real lawyer, a real mechanic, and they'll help them with their problem. It's about twenty bucks plus or minus, depends on the category, but for 24-7, 365 days a year, 
You can do it from your computer anywhere in the world. You can talk to a lawyer, and the average answer speed is about eight minutes. So type your question uh-huh. eight minutes later. You're going to have an answer from a lawyer or a doctor on average. Uh, yeah, that is neat. Lower during the day, it's a little faster. But we're really yeah. helping these people in a significant way. Uh, I'll give you an example. One of the customers asked a question about her home. You know, the, the economy's been tough on people, and she was being getting ready to be evicted from her home. And she asked a question on JustAnswer.com, and she, not only was she going to be evicted, but her two parents, one, in it, oh, one that was handicapped and one that uh, had Alzheimer's, were all getting evicted wow. the next day. And so she got on JustAnswer, asked a question. One of our real estate lawyers, uh, one of the real estate lawyers jumped in and answered her question and, and helped her uh, avoid being kicked out of her house the next day. So that's the kind of thing that, that, that makes me really proud to be the CEO of Just Answer and, and the kind of impact we can make on people's lives. Yes, yeah, so we've got customers like that, uh, and not just legal, but medical, veterinary, accounting, you know, tax times coming up. People need help with that, and we really want sure. to make an impact on their lives. And not only on the customers' lives, but on the experts' lives as well. Some of these, we have thousands of experts, and, and these are people that, that are super talented because it's really hard to become an expert on Just Answer. But these are people that are super talented that, that are able to, to make a living online working from their home. Uh, some are making as much as 20 grand a month answering questions. Really? Jeez, that's yeah. great. And, and then, as you were mentioning, there's, there's also we have an affiliate and partnership program. And uh, that's very exciting. We've got a bunch of partners that can essentially put a question box on their website and customers that are on their site. If there's an automotive site, if it's a health site, if it's a blog even uh, about legal issues, tax issues, all of those, they can put a question box on their site. Their customers can type in a question and get an answer from a lawyer and get a portion of the revenues as well for that partner. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Everybody in that circle, I mean, $20, that's the best money the, the one lady ever spent. She avoided getting kicked out of her own house for $20 fee. And everybody knows that it's difficult to get a professional for less than, I know even the, look at computer people, you got to pay them $200 just to tell you that they can fix it or can't fix it, you know. Absolutely. So, I mean, I see you have a PC help forum, which is really cool. Is there a... Um, is there a uh, technical one for like people like who are coders who want to get advice? Yeah, yeah. since you are an old coder. Absolutely, and it's even we we have technical people as well and coders as well. And the, the beauty of the whole thing is you don't even pay if you're not happy with the answer. So you place a deposit, yeah. you get an answer, and only when you click accept, I accept this answer, does the the money actually go to the expert and and does just answer actually earn it? Otherwise, it sits in your just answer account and you can have a refund anytime you want. Wow. Yep, so it's 100% customer satisfaction guaranteed. That's great. Wow. And, you know, you know I, just want to add, I just want to add one thing, too, to that. I mean, you know, like you were saying, Rob, what, where else are you going to get great answers like that for $20 with yeah. that quick a turnaround time? I mean, right. you know, some, some of the professionals I deal with, you know, you're looking at hundreds and thousands of dollars to, to sometimes get one answer, and, and it's, it's hardly in five minutes. It's more like, you know, five days or, or a month if you're lucky. And when oh, yeah, they sure. give you satisfaction guaranteed? Right. Yeah, they never give you satisfaction never. guaranteed, right? Right. It's oh, completely up to never. the customer's discretion if they're happy with the answer or not. That's great. That's a phenomenal point, and I like that a lot. Thanks. Yeah. How do you how do you find the experts? Do they find you by and large? So let's talk about the experts. 
we have a recruiting team here that's looking for experts constantly, especially in a category yeah. that we're, where we're, we're growing really fast. And, and uh, if you want to be an expert on JustAnswer.com, just go to our website, JustAnswer.com. There's a link at the bottom that says Become an Expert. And you fill out an application. Uh, you pick the category you want to be an expert in. Let's say you want to be a, a, a Honda mechanic. And you take a test written by Honda Mechanics to make sure you know what you're talking about. Really? Wow. That's impressive. That's not all. So once you pass the Honda Mechanic test, then you get get verified by a third-party background checking company to make sure that you are who you say you are and that you have have at least two years' experience as a mechanic and or in the categories where licenses are required, like law and medical, that you have an active license to practice. And we confirm that. And then you can start answering questions. And that's and, and and at this point, right, in the normal world, this is even already more than it takes to just be a a, a mechanic or a, or, sure. or a doctor or veterinarian in the normal world. You've already passed and got your license. We, we, we take it farther than that. But in our case, that's not all. Once you start answering questions, there's customers that give you there's customer feedbacks, just like on eBay, where the customers are reviewing the quality of your answers, and all future customers can see. Wow feedbacks that you've been getting, so you're really motivated as an expert to give great answers, and the customers can no. see what your ratings are. Uh, and then on top of that, the other experts in your category are also reviewing to make sure that you're giving the top quality answers. So the other wow. uh, Honda mechanics are reviewing your answers, and if they don't like something they see, they're going to report it, and if the two of you can't resolve it, then it goes to a whole judge and jury system where three other Honda mechanics, besides the two that are disagreeing, review the case. Make sure <laughs> that is amazing. And essentially either vote yay or nay. And uh, wow. that's how we ensure the highest quality experts uh, in the world. That, that's great. That's pretty impressive. I can remember they used to have, um, I don't know, there was a ton of them, and I don't want to pick on anyone like Yahoo where they had the answer thing, but we'll go ahead and use them as an example. And you really did have to wonder sometimes, you know, I actually, I think what it was was most tried to go in there as experts were somebody just trying to sell things. And it, it really was kind of cumbersome. I mean, I'm sure they're better now. I'm sure they got better at it. I'm not picking on them like I said, but um, this is quite a process. I mean, like you say, you might almost have a process that for somebody, I'm probably better off going to your site than a town here where somebody's just going to try to sell me more stuff, which Absolutely. takes that whole sell factor out of there. I just got to mention one thing quick, guys. Um, our sponsor, Life in Homes, go to lifeinhomes.com. They have uh, regionalized real estate listings. And the cool part is they are in February. It's another phenomenal business story, actually. But in February, they're going into franchise mode, and they're going to be spreading out all over the place. So everybody, please visit lifeinhomes.com. Just to recap, we are talking to Andy Kurtzig, who is the CEO and founder of JustAnswer.com. We're getting a lot of great business intelligence and information on how to found and fund a company. Wow, this is a great business plan on so many levels. I mean, a lot of times you go to forums, you go to talk to people, you try to get advice, and the fact is everybody's trying to sell you something. This business plan is you're just selling the answer. So there's no bias in the answer because you're just paying for a good answer. So it's a fantastic idea. I really do like the whole model and business plan. Well, plus it's it's about the quality of the answer, right, Rob? So. You know, you can yeah. go to uh, uh, some of these sites like Yahoo Answers, and you're going to get Yahoo's answering your question. These are teenagers <laughs> answering your question, right? <laughs> that's their business. They're not. Right. No doubt. 
they're not getting you know they're not getting paid to answer. Doctors and lawyers are not hanging out on the site at uh, four in the afternoon. This is teenagers that have gone off of school, right? So, you know, if, if, if it's the kind of question that a teenager can answer, and there are some, right? If you want to hear what oh it yeah, sure about Obama or how to peel an orange or things like that, well, that's perfectly fine. But, <laughs> want to talk to a doctor or a lawyer, or a mechanic or a veterinarian, and, and, and get, right. get 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 real help and real answers, uh, then JustAnswer.com is the place to go. I know you mentioned that one of your real estate experts helped a lady save her house, which is a phenomenal story. I'd like to talk more about that in, uh, at another time, maybe. What else do you have for real estate? Absolutely. So we have a, a lot of different things with real estate. Not yeah. only do we have a real estate law category, where real estate uh-huh. lawyers are helping uh, homeowners, helping agents, helping everybody related to the real estate industry. We've also got uh, tax and CPAs that are helping with the, the financial part of things. And then we also have home wow. improvement folks. So we've got plumbers. We've got electricians. We've got handy, handy men and women. We've got you know people to help you in all different appliance experts as well. That's a big area for us these days is Thank people you. needing help fixing their appliances, their washing machines, their dishwashers, toilets, you name it. Especially with, an, with, a, with appliances like the big ones, like washing machines and dishwashers and stuff, you know, you can't mm-hmm. just go buy a new one real easy, and it's expensive to buy a new one, and it's a pain in the neck to fix those things. Where if you have a, a, an appliance repair person that's right there, you just tell them the problem, and I'll tell you exactly what to do, where to find a part that maybe you need to replace something, maybe you just need to clean some little piece, and it'll be working just like new. Right. Actually, I, actually, that's a very good point. I, I probably could have saved myself. Let's see. It was a, a, a dryer problem. It was with the belt inside it, but I never had one apart. I'm a techie. What do I know about working on stuff like that, right? It's really easy. I mean, heck, yeah. I, could, I was going to say, if I could, you can work a screwdriver, you can pull that top off there and replace that belt. I think I spent 100 bucks on that. Exactly. Uh, I yeah, it. So there's one instance right there I could have seen. You could have saved a lot of money, and it's really easy, and it's fun to do it yourself. You know, you get no, the exact instructions step-by-step from these experts, right. and and, you know, it takes five minutes, you buy the part, and, and when a part arrives, you stick it in there, and, and you fix it yourself. That's fun, and you save a lot of money. Exactly. You know, one of the things that uh, that impresses me the most about this is uh, the levels of accountability that you have uh, on your site with the experts. I mean, that's uh, that, that's tremendous to, that to know is, that experts are looking over experts' shoulders in, in these answers that are given. That I think that's going to instill a lot of confidence in people that use it. Absolutely, and the customer has the ultimate accountability because they don't have to pay if they're yeah. not happy with the answer. Yeah, I mean, that's even better, yeah. yeah. Yep. So we've got layers upon layers of accountability here that, that's really important because, uh, you know, we need to make sure that we're the best quality uh, and that, that there's a reason people pay money to get answers on our site as opposed to some of these free answer sites out there where you can talk to a teenager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, what's next, Andy, for Just Answer for you business-wise? Yep, so I love what I'm doing at Just Answer. Is, is, uh, if I were to, to not be at Just Answer, I'd be trying to find a company that I could be the CEO of uh, just like Just Answer. So I love it. I'm not leaving anytime soon. And, and uh, as long yeah. as my team wants me, which uh, they tell me they do, I'll be here for a long, long time. And for Just Answer, what's next? You know, we're going to continue to grow. We're going to continue to get the word out to people about this great service where we can really help and make a difference in people's lives, people People like the, the, the customer, Kathy McLean, that I mentioned earlier that, that was almost evicted from her house. People that live in a small town and they can't just go to a doctor at a whim or, or maybe they don't have right. health insurance in this day and age, right? Uh, people that, that can't afford to fix their appliances or, or need help getting their car fixed and, and can't afford a 1000 bucks to take it to the shop. 
you know, we're really trying to get the word out to those kinds of people, trying to find more experts as well and trying to find partners. Partners as affiliates or? Um, partners as affiliates, uh, big and small partners um, to help mm-hmm. us get the word out as well. So like that question box program that we talked about on JustAnswer.com, uh, we, we've mm-hmm. got, uh, and we're also doing a, a number of deals with a number of big partners like Nolo Press is a recent partner uh, on the legal side. Uh, Chilton's, if you know the car world well. Uh, oh, sure. Yep. Yeah. So we, we, Chilton's is a partner of ours, uh, and we're trying to find more partners like that. Remy, Remy Delco. Uh, as another partner, it used to be called AC Delco. Oh sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we've got a lot of partners like that. And we're trying to find more to to help them uh, make some revenues, help them wow their customers. Because you know, a company like AC Delco, they sell millions of parts, sure. and you know, they can now sell the uh, a mechanic service along with that part. Wow, that's so, another that's another potential. Uh, thing you could have relationships with, you could be the official go-to, you know, let's say somebody owns a, a Ford dealer, somebody owns something out here, you could have a, a service where if they actually have a technician or one of their experts has a question, and some of them have their own like networks maybe like they call, but this would be better because you could have it up live running in the shop, and like you say, eight minutes later, because um, not always the technician knows or the guy that's in the shop working. Um, yep. You could offer it as a professional service to to people like that. That's pretty cool too to think of. Yeah, I have uh, I have one more thing uh, to ask if if it's okay, Andy. Uh, I noticed that I was uh, studying up uh, on you a little bit before we uh, we did the interview here, and um, I noticed that you uh, are a co-founder of the Royal Ball. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Of course. So the Royal Ball is a, a charity event that my wife Sarah and I started with my daughter Jamie, uh, the one that. Uh, was my wife was pregnant with when I started Just Answer. Jamie was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes when she was one years old, about five years ago now. Oh, wow. And so, you know, when she was diagnosed, that was a majorly traumatic event for our family, and, and we decided that we're going to do everything we can to, to, to find a cure for type 1 diabetes. And so three wow. years ago, my wife and I started an event called the Royal Ball, which is a, a event here in the San Francisco Bay Area that uh, people can come to and, and uh, bring their kids as well. So it's a, a fundraiser that kids are invited to, and uh, it's a great event. Raised a lot of money. They've raised uh, over a quarter million dollars uh, in the last two events, and the third one's coming up uh, at the end of March, March 21st, I believe it is. So that's an exciting event. We're raising a lot of money for charity, and it's a lot of fun too. Oh, awesome. awesome. That's really awesome. Hey, Sal, good catch on that one. <laughs> Thanks, Sal. Yeah, that it was really uh, good. Yeah. Giving back to the community and, and trying to, to make a difference in the world besides the business side of things is a sure, important sure part thing. as well of being an entrepreneur. You yeah, see any true. entrepreneurial sparks in your children? Wow. Jamie's only five, but she's already started the Royal Ball here with, with her parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's super. She'll be out there selling Kool Aid. You watch. <laughs> that's right. She raised a quarter of a million already. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Good start. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a go-getter right there. No kidding. <laughs> That's good stuff. Well, good. Well, thanks, Rob and Sal, for having me yeah, on your guys, show. Well, thanks for being it. here. Um, I'll send you a copy of the print uh, paper when it has a mention in there of it. It's coming out probably in about two, three more weeks. Sounds and great. That's, uh, that's all I have. So if you're all set, then uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. And everybody have a great day. Andy, thank you for your time. Thanks, Al. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.